Alright, okay. Uh, this is Fed 965. Yes, that's F. In D. And I. A 65. And welcome to. Oh, baby blue. Vimber. Um, it's Sunday, July 17, 2022. Happy Sunday, y'all. Happy Sunday. Um, you know, um, it's Sunday morning here. And, uh, you know, just got back from, uh, from walking the dog in the, in the woods, in the fields. And, uh, you know, um, you know, currently I am uh, shirtless and I am wearing, uh, dark blue jeans with, um, brown leather boots. You know, speaking of boots, um, yesterday night I, I rubbed, uh, you know, uh, a fair amount of uh, shoe grease into the, uh, into the boots. Um, this is very important to do, um, you know, uh, especially with, with boots, but, you know, with any kind of, of leather products, you want to make sure that, you know, you are, um, you know, treating them well. You want to treat your, your leather products well, um, and in that way, they will last longer. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, seems basic, but, you know, a lot of people just, uh, you know, forget to do this. Um, but, um, you know, definitely if you have any kind of uh, leather products, make sure you rub in some grease into them. And, um, you know, it will really, you know, help the uh, longevity of your, uh, of your leather product. Uh, you know, specifically, you know, yesterday I rubbed in, I'm not going to plug the brand here, but it's one of the, you know, original shoe greases. And, um, you know, it works wonders. I've been using it for a while with all my you know, um, my, uh, my leather products, um, it's fantastic, and you just, you know, you rub it in there real nice, um, it also gives a, you know, kind of like a dark sheen to the, to the, to the leather, but it will, uh, you know, eventually wear out, um, but right now, you know, the boots are, are looking, you know, you know, real nice, you got a, you know, nice, uh, you know, dark sheen to them right now, and uh and the leather it softens up the leather and you know it conditions the leather um and you know if you're if you're using your you know your boots um this will greatly you know like i said here uh, increase the longevity so definitely make sure to to use um shoe grease but that's that so you know uh you know this morning i was wearing a, a long sleeve on um, black shirt and a backwards uh white cap with a little bit of red, yellow, and black action on that cap as well. Um, and, you know, had a nice walk in the woods there with Rioja. And, um, and I saw some people uh, and just, um, and also saw some people on the trail. And, uh, and that was that. And it was a nice walk, a nice Sunday morning walk. And it's always good to get in some, uh, you know, just a nice walk uh, in the morning, especially on a Sunday. You know, it gives you time to, uh, you know, to think about, you know, the, the last, uh, you know, the previous week, excuse me. It gives you time to, you know, to, 
assess you know what you did and what you could have done better what you you know perhaps any kind of mistakes that you had any missteps or you know just to, you know perhaps you know to think about nothing and just you know to be at one with uh, with nature you know and you know looking at the the trees the leaves the grass the squirrels um, the bunnies you know the birds the bees and it was great you know it's very important to do once you uh, clear your head uh, it's just you know it's a problem with the world right now is that people don't take the time to clear their heads you know they don't take time to go on walks to just uh just to be it's very important and it, it'll do wonders um for yourself for the world and you probably ask why will it do wonders for the world well, a very basic level, because you are the world, are you not? As far as you know, you are the world. Everything else, you know, without getting into, you know, idealism, which is a, you know, a, uh, a school of uh, philosophical thought, but without getting in too deeply, but idealism postulates that, um, you can only really know yourself and everything else is you know um, as far as you know just you know figment of your imagination and as far as you know everything outside yourself is a figment of your imagination and that's what idealism postulates and so we're not going to go into anything more than that at the moment um, but the you know, point is that um, even if you don't go into or if you don't subscribe to that school of thought that you yourself are the world and everything else is just, you know, a figment of your imagination, well, you can still change the world by clearing your head because it will affect your interactions with other people. Um, it's that whole idea of, you know, um, what is it? Uh, like pass it along, something like that, right? Um, so... You know, if you let's uh, if you're good to one person, you're nice to one person. Then the the chances that that person will be good or nice to another person increases, and and so on and so forth. And that person, you know, meets somebody else, and they're you know good to them, nice to them, and then the next person, and like a domino effect kind of thing. Um, so that's just one way of looking at this. Uh, you know, so if you are you know clear your head, you're much. You're much more likely to have good interactions with people and you know and then the probability increases that those people will then have you know good interactions with the people that they meet along the way because they just had a good interaction so that with somebody else so they're feeling better you know they don't view the world in a negative and um, um, adversary light you don't they don't view the world as being hostile to them you view the world as being welcoming and uh, and positive, and therefore you know you're more able to to deal with other people, because a lot of the problems in the world seem to um, to come back to um, the idea of hostility, fear, and you know people not being able to to get along with each other. It seems to be at a very basic level, uh, you know, most of the problems in the world. Uh, Obviously, you know, it's a very broad generalization, but it seems that a lot of the problems of the world, you know, come down to that uh, idea of uh, hostility and fear. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, if we could just chip away at that, perhaps we could make a better world. Could we not? Could we not?
So that's just what I'm trying to say that, you know, on a, you get yourself a good walk in the morning, you know, you're able to clear your head, you know, go over your thoughts and, you know, perhaps um, that will cause you to have better interactions with people. And then that will perhaps lead to, uh, you know, creating and making a better world. How about that? So that's why, you know, on Baby Blue Viper, we're a big proponent of, uh, you know, going on walks. So, you know, it gives you time to, to clear your thoughts. Um, and uh, exercise in general will do this as well, but it's different. It's different than a walk. A walk gives you, uh, has its own benefits um, that the other, you know, forms of exercise do not have because it is it has to do also with the with the pace of a walk with how you know compared to you know um, cycling or running or or anything you know any other cardio activity uh, you're going at a much faster level you're moving much quicker is what i'm trying to say whereas on a on a walk you're moving much slower so you're going you know you're really it's a different pacing and that allows you you know time to look around and it gives you more time with your thoughts whereas on a run even though you have time with your thoughts um, you're getting the endorphin kick and the endorphin kick is you know it's it's a good thing but um, what it does also is that it, it gives you a chemical rush so um, it doesn't necessarily allow you to slowly, you know, um, concentrate on your thoughts because you're automatically going to be dealing with, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with a chemical rush that will, um, that's going to sway your thoughts uh, uh, normally in, into a positive direction. So that's definitely a good thing, but it doesn't give you the, um, you know, the time to, to really, you know, dive into your thoughts without, um, without that, uh, that chemical component. Um, you'll still get a chemical component on your walk, but it's not the same. And some people are afraid of that because some people are afraid of their thoughts. They're afraid to, to be alone with their thoughts. Uh, but uh, I would say that is exactly these kind of people that need to work on their thoughts the most because they're the ones that are, you know, wrestling with demons, perhaps. And, of course, one way to wrestle with the demons is, you know, through chemicals. And that's where, it, and if you're really wrestling with demons, then absolutely you need to have, you know, you know some kind of chemicals there to help, um, be it, you know, pharmaceutical chemicals, um, you know, as, as prescribed by a professional, uh, as well as perhaps endorphins, um, in order to, you know, to help alleviate uh, you know that those kind of thoughts but at a certain point you want to get to the to the level where you're able to to just go on walks and to be alone with your thoughts without the need for those chemicals I mean this is the goal um, it's gonna take you know for every person that starts off at a different level um, it's gonna take them you know a different amount of time to get to that point but one should be striving for that point one should be striving for that point where one can go on walks and be alone with their thoughts without the need of, um, you know, uh, either endorphins or some other kind of chemical. Uh, 
This is important to have that, you know, time alone with your thoughts. It's very important. Uh, and it will uh, do wonders, but you have to work at it. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's definitely not going to happen overnight. You got to work at it. It's a process. But, you know, you will get there. We will all get there. Uh, point is, it was a very nice walk. And, um, and uh, let's just move on. So we have 989 days left, and the price of Bitcoin is uh, currently 21,167 USD. The block height is 745376. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Sunday, and we are not going to be going over the trending stories of the day. But I did want to, you know, talk about uh, you know, on this Sunday. I wanted to talk about um, the idea of villains. Yes, you heard that right. The idea of villains, uh, and you know, uh, what is a villain? You know, the bad guy of the story is, you know, how the villain is usually portrayed. Um, of course, it could also be a gal, or uh, you know, uh, something else doesn't have to be a uh, male uh, point is the villain you know it's um, it's usually um, seen as you know as the one who is in, in opposition of the hero and the one who perhaps you know is us uh, is trying to to harm the hero or trying to stop the hero from achieving uh, their goals, or perhaps the hero has to stop the villain from achieving their goals. Perhaps the villain is the one that is, you know, after something or about to do something, and the hero has to stop them. But, uh, you know, I wanted to, to think about also, you know, what makes a villain? I mean, it seems to be, you know, does the villain think of themselves as the villain or do they think of themselves as, you know, the hero and, you know, the hero that we're looking at is, you know, the villain in their eyes? You know, is it all just a matter of perspective? You know, what about the audience? Um, you know, most uh, superhero stories, you know, are biased towards, you know, whatever, you know, figure is, is, is called the, the hero of the story. Whereas it could as very well be written from the other point of view, could it not? Um, and so it's also you know, a question of uh, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, right? And uh, you know, also who's the ugly one, who's the beautiful one? Uh, all a matter of perspective, some would say. Some would say no, you know, morality is um, a universal trait. And you know we have to view things in light of this morality, you know, to and that helps us determine you know what is good, what is bad. That we need to have these universal standards, okay? And you know we've talked about this before. These universal standards. One of them, um, you know, one of these, um, these, the one of these systems of morality, right, would be Christianity. And, uh, you know, that, that gives us a, a certain set of guidelines, of ethical and moral guidelines by which we then can view the world. Um, and, you know, that would perhaps help us determine, you know, what is, uh, who is the good guy, who is the bad guy. 
these are you know different ways of, of seeing the world uh, and that will you know perhaps help us see who the who the hero is who the villain is uh, because you know it's also important to remember though you know let's say two armies are, are facing off um, and you know each army has its own heroes uh, and the question is well to the opposing army are those heroes heroes or are they villains she, uh, it's it's interesting because um, at different points in time, you know they were they would be viewed differently. Um, you know, in certain points of in time, then uh, you know both sides would acknowledge the the heroes of the other side uh, as heroes, not necessarily as villains or bad guys. In uh, other points in time, uh, no, the, you know, the opposing side was viewed or is viewed as the bad guy, um, and uh, and not a, as you know constituting an army that is worthy of heroes. So at different points in time, uh, you know, you see morality, you know, come into play. Um, of course, you know, many would say this would be with the. You know, one school of thought would be that this has to do with the advent of Christianity, you know, and the, the rise of Christianity on a, you know, a, at the global level. Um, perhaps, perhaps. But, uh, perhaps not. Perhaps not. So what constitutes a villain uh, and uh, what is a hero? And, you know, does the villain help us? Perhaps, you know, the villain is able, you know, to show us, you know, what, um, what we're not supposed to do, what we're not supposed to aspire to, you know, perhaps it shows us, you know, the darker sides of our personality, of our personality, you know, that, um, that the hero is that part of us that is in opposition to that, you know, that we should aspire to, you know, to be more like the hero. And, and you know try to not be you know like the villain even though inside of us you know we have the you know the makings of both because that is what uh you know humans are you know we no human is uh, born you know uh perfect in either sense and um perfectly you know uh, a hero or per perfectly a villain you know we have uh, you know the possibility to be either good or evil to do right or wrong and you know it is perhaps up to us alone to decide you know if we want to be more like the hero or more like the villain um and of course you know things happen you know you're not always acting consciously you know sometimes your unconscious comes into play and you'll be more like you know the hero or more like the villain depending on the day depending on you know other circumstances depending on your experience your training um, depending on your fortitude, depending on you know you know a bunch of things, you know childhood trauma, depending on you know um, your current trauma, and uh, because uh, it's very important to remember that trauma can happen at any time, so you always have to you know evaluate you know how you're doing, and perhaps this is. You know part of you know why you lean one way or the other it's very important to you know to remember these things and the, the question is you know 
should we uh, acknowledge the villain and uh, should we help the villain? You know, what do we get out of the villain? The bad guy, the bad gal, the bad person. You know, does the... Um, does the uh, does the villain need help or do they help us? And perhaps by helping the villain, we are helping ourselves because we are helping that part of ourselves that leans, you know, toward uh, the villainous. Okay, so it's just important things to remember today. You know, um, you know take a look around you and try to ask yourself who is the villain is there a villain in your life in your story and if so why are they the villain are they the villain because you think they're the villain so they are the villain in your story but perhaps in someone else's story they are the hero and you are the villain so perhaps it is a matter of perspective unless you're using right a certain um, morality system in order to acknowledge you know, to, to categorize things in terms of, uh, of good and evil, right? Um, um, and in that case, are, are you also asking the question about yourself? You know, if, how do you measure up, you know, in terms of that morality system that you're using, okay? If you're viewing somebody else as the villain, well, what about yourself? Do you think that you yourself are perfect, that you are the hero? That you have, you know, no villainous part of your own nature, okay? And you know, what about that? You know, do you think that you yourself do not need to work on your your own issues, okay? That you could not perhaps be more like the hero and less like the villain, and perhaps the hero needs to help the villain. So perhaps you need to help the villain in your story, whoever that is. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's somebody around you, but perhaps you need to help them. Would the hero help them? Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe the hero does not help the villain in your story. And why not? Is that heroic? I mean, it depends on, you know, how you're framing morality, does it not? You know, in some, you know, in some schools of thought, the hero needs to help the villain. Other schools of thought, the hero needs to get rid of the villain. But then there's always another villain that pops up. Is there not? So the question is then, what's going on that the hero is always looking for villains or there's always villains in the way? Perhaps the hero is the one that needs help. Or else, why are there so many villains around the hero? Perhaps those villains are trying to help the hero. Perhaps they are mirrors, reflections of the hero. You see what I'm saying here? And if you don't, please rewind and try again. Okay, so look around yourself, ask yourself, who's the villain? Is there a villain? Why is there a villain? And how are you choosing the villain in your story and why? What kind of uh, guidelines are you using in order to, you know, say someone's the villain? And if so, ask yourself, what about yourself could be more like the hero and less like the villain? Why do you lean one way and not another? These are things to think about on this Sunday, okay? So with that, you know, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Think about these things. Think about heroes and villains and why we choose 
heroes and villains and how we choose them and why we need them. Or perhaps we don't need them. Think about these things. And with that, I love you. And I will see you soon.